Happy Sunday, everyone. This is Pastor Mike Matthews for Limping for Jesus. Today's message is titled, Church is Not a One-Man Show. We are going to look at a passage that I wish pastors would memorize in their hearts. Because what is the role of pastors? The church is not about us. It's not a one-man show. When you see churches where the model of ministry is centered around the pastor and he does everything, I can tell you that that church is probably not healthy. When I was interviewed at a church a while back, I asked him some questions. I said, what is your plan for outreach to reach people in our community? And their answer was, well, we're going to hire you. See. This this mentality in ministry where the pastor does everything, bar, first of all, burns out the pastor, number one. He'll get compassion burnout. You're asking a pastor to uh, uh, manage his family. Uh, his You're t- asking him to model uh, being a Christ-honoring man in his marriage, in his ministry, and then you expect him to do everything. Church is not a social club where the pastor is the the director of the club. I have told said that every every church that I have ever been a part of that I am there to help you find out your spiritual gifts. We are called to do it together. And the greatest lesson that I learned in ministry was when I first got my first lead pastor, I had a pastor tell me, Mike, don't be the smartest guy in the room or you're in trouble. That was not a dig at my gifts or my abilities. Pastors who feel like they need to do it all uh, and they want to be the smartest guy in the room, it's very nearsighted because guess what? I, I don't have all the gifts. I don't have all the talents. I I am good at preaching the word. I am good at outreach. I am good at relating to people. But there are some talents and skills I just don't have. But guess what? There are people in the church who never unlock their abilities for the Lord because they have leadership teams above them who won't teach them how to actually be disciples. So today's sermon, simple sermon for life, church is not a one-man show. We are going to look at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 13. Um, here's the deal, yo. It's not about the pastor. We are there as under-shepherds. Of Jesus and Jesus has given the church the gift of a pastor for this reason so Christ himself gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists the pastors and the teachers why look at verse 12 to equip his people for the work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up 
Circle that verse in your Bible. We're going to come back to it. Until we all reach unity and faith in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole major of the fullness of Christ. So your pastor exists in your church as a gift from God for the church to help equip his church to be the church. If you are under a pastor and he does not trust, I don't care what the size of your church, I don't care if it's 40 people, 50 people, 200 people, 1,000 people. If your pastor, if he has to be the one to do everything, to come up with the, the ideas, his name has to be in lights, he has to be, his back has to be patted on, and no one else is allowed to do the work of ministry, first of all, he should not probably be in ministry, period. Because he doesn't know how to trust people to be the hands and feet of Jesus. When Jesus sent out his disciples two by two to advance the kingdom of the gospel, he didn't helicopter parent his disciples. There are pastors so afraid of losing their jobs, so afraid of not being their ego stroked, that they don't let anyone in on their mind or any anyone in on the vision of the church. Here's what happens, and I have seen this happen a million times. A pastor comes to a church. Ministry is built around him, his skills, his talents, his personality. For a time, there is growth. Rather, as kids are coming to the youth group or or uh, parents are coming to the church, and then that pastor leaves, and then the growth that came from that ministry dies down. Why? Because he did not build anything. One, led by the Spirit. The Spirit was not there. And two, he didn't teach anyone to keep ministry growing. When ministry is based on personality and not on the power of God, ministry uh, rises and falls on that personality of a pastor. Now, that's the negative side of this. Not every pastor is an egomaniac and and wants the spotlight but they're they're a victim of small town ministry mentality where the pastor does everything i when i was at my first lead pastorate i tried to find men that i could uh teach up to become elders of the church because our elders were getting older and i I wanted to have guys that inside the church could be taught up and trained up to um, uh, help me with preaching responsibilities. Because uh, it is my call as a pastor to equip his people for the work of the service. But in our day and age of of uh, we're afraid that if we trust people, 
pastors are afraid to trust people because in the church culture, the subculture of Christianity, pastors are afraid to let people in on everything because we're afraid to lose jobs. And the truth is we do lose jobs over uh, petty differences. Uh, 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 big tithes there in the church don't like the pastor or the way the pastor preaches. So they're fired. Or they don't like a way a ministry is. My my greatest my greatest battle in, as a pastor is I love when I love when people who haven't had children in in the nursery for seventy five years wanted to control what happened with the nursery ministry. And I I I honestly looked at them and said, Hey, listen, the only ones that can have an opinion about this ministry is those who are willing to volunteer or have kids in diapers. Because if you if you're just gonna be a naysayer and a critic of ministry, you're not helping the church. You're just being a, a, a Debbie Downer with spring sprinkle Jesus on top. So we are called to help each other mature in Christ. So that everyone in the body, the church is being built up. They're being built up to be beacons of hope for Jesus. The pastor cannot do it all. When I was in Bible college, I once had a college professor start off our ministry class with, if you can do anything else but pastoring, do it. Because pastoring is often a thankless job. And the pastor is a... It should not be like this, friends, but sadly, the pastor becomes the face of the church and the community. And and people, you know, there. I have had incidents where I tried starting a midweek Bible study at, at a church. And people would say, well, I don't want to... I don't want to come to church two days in a, in a week. I don't want to come all the way to town for church. I couldn't even get regular church members to want to be committed to helping out with ministry. And one one of our greatest outreach efforts that we did that that all the church got involved with was a fall outreach during Halloween. We we were there were five churches in town and we were the only church though it was awesome church wide. We we handed out hot dogs, we handed out candy to the kids, we handed out information about the church and one dad was like, Hey Pastor Mike, we didn't know your church was still open. We're so glad you're doing this. And out of that willingness for the church to be the hands and feet of Jesus, new families came to the church. One of the guys that found out about the church through the outreach later became one of my preaching assistants because as a pastor, I want to help people unlock their gifts. Case in point, my wife, Sarah, she has the gift of administration, the gift of discernment, and we help each other out in ministry here at Limping for Jesus. Uh, my gifts are teaching and 
helping people understanding the word of God in a, in a real uh, way that impacts their life. I have many leadership gifts, but my wife is better at administration and organizing and, and getting things on, on, you know, I'm a big vision dreamer. I, I see the big picture, but she has the ability to step back and say, okay, how do we take this big picture and have actual attainable goals? To get to that big picture. And that is like church. There are there are going to be people in the church. That has gifts. That the pastor does not. Uh, if you're over a certain age. I'm sorry. You're just not going to understand social media. You're not going to understand web design. You're not going to understand these things. Try, seeing that 70 year old man trying to figure out to do ministry on TikTok and won't let anyone help, it's sad. When I was at my church, I I allowed a, a senior in high school who was mature for her faith lead our Instagram ministry. She wrote the devotions. I checked them, made sure that they were theologically sound, but I gave her free reign. Those posts, when I would do a post and when she would do a post, we were reaching a different audience. Her friends who were in her grade were being reached through our church ministry, through someone that taught like them, acted like them, lived the same life they did. And guess what? I didn't get upset that they didn't like my devotion. They were loving hers because here's the deal, guys. We are here as leadership and as pastors to give people a platform to be the church. We equip people to actually do the work of the Lord that they're called to do. I love when people come to me and say, you know, Pastor Mike, I was thinking we should do X, Y, and Z ministry. And what they're really saying is, we think you should be doing that. So if you are a pastor or you're new to ministry, I'm going to teach you how to turn that conversation into how they can be disciples. When people come up to me and say, we, we pray that we've been we should do this type of ministry, I often say, Okay, let's pray right now to see how you can be involved with that and lead that ministry. And nine times out of ten, here's how you know they don't really are serious about it. Well, well, I, I, what, I, I didn't want to do. I, I meant so I was coming up with the idea for you. See, that's the mentality in most churches. And what you're going to do is burn your pastor out. Or if you have an egomaniac that's a pastor, he'll do everything. And then when he leaves and things come crashing down, he'll say, see, that church can't fry without me. No, that church was barely hanging on with you because you weren't equipping them to be the church. You were doing a one-man ego show and calling it Christianity. So, 
back to the text. So Christ gave him gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for the work of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in faith in, in the knowledge of the Son of God and become what? Mature. I'm going to tell you this from the bottom of my heart. If you attend a church that the pastor does everything, it's not a mature church. It's not. I don't care what you say. It's not a mature church. Because, and you probably don't have a mature pastor spiritually. Because a mature pastor will know his calling. He will know that he's called to equip the saints to help them understand the Bible, help them to apply it to real life. When a mature pastor sees his church thrive, that people are actually doing ministry without him, he'll rejoice. Because you'll want to be part of a church like that. I, I love the, the church that my wife and I attend, and I, and I love the fact that, to me, as an outsider, just knowing the church, you know, in the last, like, year and a half, from the outside looking in and just being part of stuff, they trust, you know, so-called lay per- people, you know, people who don't got a, a degree in ministry, per se, to, to lead ministry. I mean, key ministry. Like, they have things called growth groups that help people grow in their faith. The pastor is not at every meeting. He can't be. The church is too big for the pastor to be at everything. He's trusting people who were trained up to be equipped to do the work of ministry. Let me tell you, don't listen to this sermon and go cook your pastor. If you are at a church where it's a one-man show mentality, everyone got to do a heart examination. Is it because that the whole church as a culture, uh, the we're making our pastor do everything? Or, or is it a culture of the pastor is afraid to not be the one in the spotlight. Because if you answer those questions, you know how to move forward with grace. Some of our older pastors need to just be sat down and say, listen, pastor, we love you. But let us take some of the reins and lead some ministry so we can help you not burn out. Because, and... You want to be, your ministry should be made like this. That rather your pastor is there or not, rather God takes them home or they move on to a new ministry, that ministry is built on the foundation of the gospel 
led by the Spirit and will keep moving forward no matter who the pastor is. That is your goal. And the ultimate goal of every ministry should be to know God and make Him known. And to become mature in that knowledge of who Jesus is. So how you answer those questions will tell you how to move forward to make sure that your church is not a one-man show. I believe in the local church. I believe that there is multiple ways to do church. There's house churches. There's multi-campus church. Small local churches. Big local churches. But it starts with this. This is the role of the pastor. To equip you to do the work of ministry. Do not have a pastor that wants to be the lead of everything. Or feels like he needs to run everything. Because if you do, you're hurting your church. You might not see it on day one or day two or three years from now. But when that pastor leaves... Because he will leave. He will eventually leave. Either God will call him home or he'll go to a new church. And what happens is every couple years, ministry like this, every couple years a church gets a new pastor. They don't stick with anybody. And then they start over again. They start over again. When I took over a church, I, I took over a church that a guy was there for a couple of years, had a young adult ministry. He left, all those young adults left. I started a youth group. I tried my hardest to get people involved to help me lead it. I left, the youth group went away. This type of mentality that you expect the pastor to do everything is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's no way to do church, no way to do ministry. So I pray. I pray that you are at a healthy church. I pray for your pastors, that they know that they are there to not do it all. And I pray that you are being equipped to become mature. Pastors are there to help you become mature in the faith, to be better lovers of Jesus. So in closing, Don't let church become a one-man show. No matter what type of church you go to, have this mentality that we are all the body of Christ, we all have different gifts, and we are going to help each other explore our gifts and use our gifts for ministry. This is how we help each other limp well as the body of Christ. We are called to help each other mature. So I pray today's message has encouraged you. I pray that you will give us a like and a subscribe on our YouTube channel. Help us to grow our, our reach so we can help people trust Jesus in hard things. God bless. And until next time, I'm Pastor Mike for Limping for Jesus, saying limp well and limp loved. God bless everyone.